0: listening to The Big Album Show with Paul Dillon and Dan O'Neill. Hello and welcome to The Big Album Show. I'm Dan. And I'm Paul. The four of us are a band hailing from Newry, County Down. They released their first album, Songs for the Tempted, on CBS Records in 1989 with the single Mary, becoming one of the most played songs ever on Irish radio. The album went double platinum in Ireland and won Best Album of the Year at the Irish Music Awards. It's consistently on people's lists of Irish albums you must hear, and it's certainly on ours. And um, Today, we are absolutely thrilled to have Brendan Murphy on the show. How's it going, Brendan? Great to be here, you know,
1: glad to be, glad to be asked. always good to see that, uh, you know, particularly, you know, your older records are still sort of resonating with people, you know.
2: Brendan, it's it is, a, it is a, it's great to have you and it, we're, we're delighted uh, to be chatting to you on The Big Album Show and remembering this great album. Um, before we get into the hot takes and the discussion on the album itself, one thing that strikes me about the four of us is that sort of three decades on Fomsay's Songs for the Tempted, the four of us are still going strong, stronger than ever, big fan base loads of shows, loads of set out shows coming up and I'm wondering what the secret is to the longevity and is it the fact that not just the quality of the music and the quality of the tunes but is it the commitment to the live shows all over the the place that builds you up that audience that has just stuck with you for so long?
1: You know, I would, I, I, uh, I think that it's, it's been no, I mean, I think that we've tested our audience's patience um, uh, uh, many, many times over the years. I, I think it's bloody mindedness and patience that uh, have kept us in the game. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, because really, I mean, there's been there've been horrendous, there's been gaps between albums um, in our career uh, that uh, would have killed um, normal uh, bands. I don't know how it didn't manage to so. Like in some cases up to 10 years, like more than once. Um, and uh, so I, I think that, you know, I, I actually think that what it is is that we always knew that, and particularly because we didn't make it easy for ourselves because we had gaps between albums, that when we came back with an album, um, uh, it really had to be, we really thought it's going to have to really be great. Uh, we'd have to think it was great, like really great. And, oh, uh, or or it just, it wouldn't, you know, it it, uh, it wouldn't be worth all the effort. Um, and, uh, I mean, of course, these days it's different because um, you can't go away, really. So, uh, you know, I mean, well, you know, and, and technology is, has been, has sort of helped us, you know. And also I'm at an age now that um, I can't afford another 10 years uh, between albums. But I think that... Uh, what really what it is, to boil it down, is basically that we always knew that the songs had to be great. They had to be great on the record and they had to be great life. And um, and if they're not, you're just wasting your own time and you're wasting everybody else as well. And, you know, I think that that, that has kept us. And also, I think that, that our records, we have, as we've got older, we haven't tried to make records for the generations that are younger than us we've always tried to 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 sort of grow up with our audience so as they've got older and we've got older your concerns and your interests change and, and that's reflected in our record so i think that we've it's a conversation we've had with our audience that has sort of lasted through at this point over 30 years
2: what strikes me brendan about it is that the, the four of us seem to be entirely lacking in cynicism uh, if you don't mind me saying because i've come across the band a number of festivals uh, different types of events and and the four of us arrive and bring this passion as if it's almost the first gig you know it's definitely not the first gig yeah but i've been at some shows in the middle of the day and you know other other acts a little jaded maybe i'm not too happy to be here maybe and on come the four of us like straight straight out, like it's like the, it's like their first time on the stage, and I, I mean I mean that in a really positive way. I think that's what that's what when I see the four of us on the bill somewhere, I go, how good the four of us! i am definitely going to catch them.
1: Well, that's great to hear. I mean, that is really great to hear because we 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 love it, and I can honestly say, and I I, I can't. And that's that one of the things that has surprised me the most about um uh, the music business is that. I love it more now than I did when I started, you know I mean? And I certainly love playing live uh, more now. I mean, I'm better at it. Declan's better at it. Um, and uh, it's it really is, I, I know how lucky we are uh, to be on, on that stage. And I know how lucky we are to have people um, who are willing to uh, pay to see us. I know it. So when we, when we turn up, and, and I also know that, Particularly, you know, that maybe the babysitter's booked and they're, you know, they're not 17 or 16 anymore, you know, which they were when we started. So there are lots of other competing interests. So I'm really grateful for it. And, you know, our shows are are two hours plus now, you know, and uh, really we have to be dragged off the stage because we just, it really is, it's, 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 it's so much fun. It really is. Uh, one, of, one of the
0: things... That struck me when listening to uh, this album was that it it appears to me anyway that you put a, a great deal of thought into the kind of track listing and the order the tracks come in. And like I noticed, for instance, and maybe maybe i, I maybe this is just complete coincidence, but for instance, if you look at Mary and then you look at how uh, one strong hammer comes after it, um although the textures and kind of um rhythm and so on is very different, in the verses of one strong hammer you have the same chord progression effectively and it's also in the same key so you know for the listener it 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 flows very well together and there's kind of a subtle very subtle similarity between the two songs but it creates a really interesting flow did much thought go into the uh the structure or am i reading too far into it no well certainly a
1: lot of a lot of thought goes into the runnor i mean uh I'll- Album running orders have always been like sort of the big thing for us because we're big fans of, of albums and we're big fans of running orders and, uh, and we know how a, a bad running order can sort of, it can really, uh, uh, it can play havoc with an album because a lot of people don't have the patience to get the track four if you haven't closed them in the first three tracks, you know, and um, uh, so yeah i mean and again i suppose as well uh, what you're saying there's also an element of if you if you play a song like um, a song like mary which is um uh you probably which at that period in our career we would have thought was a bit slow i mean there's nothing slow about it like but we would have seen it as a you know we, we saw that as one of the like one of the songs that was didn't have as much on it as some of the other tracks and then we wanted to to sort of build it up, uh, ramp, uh, ramp it up again. Then uh, after that track, although we certainly knew that, um, we I think we placed. I'm trying to remember the wrong order. Is it? I'm trying to think. Is it third on the album, or it's mm-hmm. inside one anyway? But yeah, um, I think it might be third. Well, uh, track three um, is uh, normally a pretty important track for us on, on, on an album. You know.
0: No, it's 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 really well put together, yeah. and you know your comments about great songs making people return, um, is, is completely true because the great songs on this album certainly make me and Paul return to it again yeah. and again. You said of Mary um the song, and um, which is just a classic. It's 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 now a folk song, I think, in in Irish yeah. culture. I people yeah. singing at parties, wakes, weddings, whatever. It's it's a fantastic song. You said of it that. When you're playing it live, you don't actually have to sing it because people um sing along and and, and actually sing it back to you. Mm-hmm. Tell me this: who was uh, in, in the words of Smokey, I suppose, uh, or or to paraphrase Smokey, Mary, Mary, who the hell is Mary? Yeah, well, she was, you
1: know, she was a she was a girl um, that, uh, uh that I was crazy about. It was the first time I really had a, a sort of adolescent crush, and I was about. Uh, 15 um at the time and um i thought that she'd noticed me um, but she didn't and um and then um i remember one time a car stopped and um i wasn't you know i wasn't too easy at the time this was, was a ford capri and the guy kissed her and he had a beard i found it was a dj and um and it took a while to get over it. I mean, you know, I knew I was screwed because he was he was older than she was, and she was older than I was, like a fifteen year old has no chance for a seventeen year old She started working in the bank, and um uh, I never really had a chance to um to talk to her or tell her how I feel. so I poured all my bitterness into a song and made the boyfriend this sort of like bad egg and basically was saying like why 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 choose him? why not choose why not choose me and uh as a, you know, as I said, I didn't get the girl, but hey, I didn't do too badly out of it.
0: Did Mary ever find out the song was written about her?
1: Uh, funny enough, we did a show in Newry Town Hall. Uh, I'm from Uri and this whole story happens um, happened in Uri And uh, we did a 25th anniversary show on, in Uri Town Hall. And um, I was looking for her. I shared to you there, you know, but... Um, if she was, she didn't say anything. And actually, so I've never—I haven't seen her. In um, I haven't seen her since I went to college. So that was, uh, you know, that was I went to Queen's University in nineteen eighty. So I haven't seen her since nineteen eighty. So the song was sort uh, of was written w- way before the song's attempted. In fact, it was the first song I ever wrote. It's credited from as yeah. as a as a band-written song, but it was the first song I ever wrote. I couldn't really play the guitar. I couldn't really play the guitar. I've been trying to learn, so I basically just had a couple of chords and um, and uh, I uh, I play, I uh, it, but it's funny, you know, isn't it not isn't odd that uh, that uh, you I wouldn't rhyme Frank with Bank now. I probably would, <laughs> but that's just too obvious. But you know, that's you know, that's that's uh, maybe that's why I appealed a load of fifteen year or are 16 sixteen-year-olds, towards the average age of our audience. Whenever, um, so whenever that song uh, was released as a single, at that point, I was, you know, in my twenties. It's
2: it's such a wonderful track, Brendan, and it's a track that the whole world knows. Uh, I mean, and the way it the way it starts, it, it's like something warming up, and then it just builds, and mm-hmm. then it just it's like a it's like a sunburst or a sunrise in the morning, and off it goes. And um, but for me, it's. The album um, is pure escapism, right? It's, for me, I feel like I should start dancing side to side. It brings me back to to the music of the films of the period in the late 80s, early 90s. Um, but for me, not just this album, Sounds of but all of the four of us music is a kind of escapism. I loved uh, Change, the single, which was 98 or 99, Brendan, it would have been. Um, and yeah. love Heaven on Earth, but my favorite Four of Us album, which is 2003. But for me, there's escapism in the Four of Us music. It brings you somewhere. You know, it's like the, the lyrics and change. It's late, but not too late. You should know better than that. There's a storytelling element of it as well. Yeah, it brings you somewhere. Um, yeah. Is, is, is that when, when you were doing Songs for the Tempted, were you, were you conscious of bringing the audience on a journey and bringing them to a destination?
1: Absolutely. I mean, to be honest, the only destination we wanted to take people was at the destination we wanted to go to, which was outside of Northern Ireland. I mean, we, we had grown up in the, in the the during the Troubles. And, um, you know, I was listening to, at the time, albums by like, Grace Jones nightclub, and a Roxy music, or, you know, and it all seemed like exotic um, and sort of uh, this sort of other oh, world. Like in one strong hammer, I'm talking about America. I'd never been to America, you know, uh, but it was, it was, uh, you know, it, it was, it was when I put on headphones, like myself and Decking would both say that basically music was a, an escape for us from the trumpets. We could just put the headphones on. And we were taken out of what was a pretty grim um, situation, really, you know, looking back on, it, you know, um, uh, it was, uh, I mean, the family were great and you, you, they did the best they could in the circumstances. but it was rough. It was rough. It was rough. There's no getting around it. And um, certainly, you know, it, movies and music was your escape. You know, and it was the same way, like a a James Bond movie or something. I just wanted to get get me out of here. And I remember thinking, imagine if you could do that. If you could do that to other, but you, but you did it
2: though. You did it, Brendan. Though, didn't you? I mean, and there's nothing. It, 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 that. That's. I've never discussed. We've never talked about this before. We've never met before this evening. But that's exactly. That's exactly my feeling as the person listening to the record. That I'm going somewhere and that I'm escaping from something and suddenly and I just wondered, you know, when the album was released, um, it was five years before the IRA ceasefire, nine years before the Good Friday Agreement. And um, I wonder what it was like releasing an album in Northern Ireland like that in 1989 and what was touring like, and, you know, what was the atmosphere like? I mean, because obviously the record is escapism, but can you kind of escape, for want of a better word, the kind of reality that you see around you?
1: Yeah, you, you, I mean, the reality was it took us out of it. It took us out of it. I mean, I went to University at Queen's University, which is in Belfast, which was still, you know, you couldn't go to the city centre. The city centre was blocked off. Um, uh, it, was, it was barricades at the top and the bottom of of the main uh, drag in in the city centre. So really the the college life was really confined to, you know, just around where the college was. And um, uh, so even when I was at college, uh, you were still uh, in the middle of it. But we signed our record deal with uh, when I was still studying law at university um, uh, with CBS Records, now Sony, in London. And, uh, and that, and the second, once that happened, then we, you know, that we ended up sort of on it, you know, I mean, it really, you were suddenly, you were staying in London, you were recording in London, you were, uh, you know, you're sitting in, in conferences with like George Michael over there and, you know, uh, I mean, it was just surreal, you know, really. Um, and, uh. And we they start we started touring um, the UK a lot, and because CBS Records had a um, had an office in Dublin, uh, not in Northern Ireland. You know, as far as Northern Ireland is concerned, the UK was part of the UK, so the London office took took care of that. But the Irish office of CBS was actually very very powerful, You know, um, uh, and uh, so suddenly they were able to really. Um, uh, help us um, bring, make people aware of us in Ireland. And we had a manager at the time who was also very clued into the Irish circuit. And suddenly we found ourselves um, on the Irish circuit. That's really where we sort of learnt. And, you know, and we weren't, you know, the record was, a, we had, we had, the record has an unusual. It wasn't like any record that was around at the time, which is part of the reason for its success, particularly in Ireland, because in Ireland, really, the the model was the sort of U two model, which is a four piece rock garage band who, you know, essentially are a live act that go in and make a record. Whereas we'd gone into a garage and were so depressed with the sound that we made. That we basically bought a, a four-track Portis studio, and and played everything into that, um, and then the, rec- the the record then sort of grew out of that. And then when we even when we were making, so like we CBS Records never saw us play a gig. We had never played a gig when that album was being made. I mean, we we busked in uh, France uh, acoustically and stuff like that. Uh, three brothers had. But we didn't have a drummer. I mean, all the... All the it was basically... That, that old album was written on acoustic guitar. I mean, the irony is it was written on acoustic guitar and um, a Casio keyboard that um uh, that my mum had given to my dad when he retired and he just wasn't interested in. But it had a one of those keyboards back then. They, they have a range of sounds. Like, they have a sort of a bossa nova sound and they have a timpani sound and you know and we were literally playing so if you listen to songs attempted first single just can't get enough that's the boss and over of the casio um that has been then. we made a bigger sound one strong armor again exactly the same rhythm used for that and as far as mary's concerned i was playing acoustic guitar and with the i uh, had the timpani play, pressing the timpani button going bump ba-bump, bump 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 i'm thinking well that's just going to be we use that to keep time. We'll have a proper drum kit or whatever on it. But, and then everybody went, oh, man, I love that. What is, what's that drum sound that you've got going on there? <laughs> you know, that's that timpani sound on this Casio keyboard. And they said, oh, we've got to use that. we just get a better timpani sound, and we'll, we'll make the record around that. So that's why Mary, for example, has that weird rhythm. That's, it's not like a drummer. It's, 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 it's just this that has that bump. A bump with, with the timpani sound in it because it was really taken from uh, the Casio. So it was a very odd record um, because it came from that format. And then when we went to start playing it live, it was a challenge, as put it that way.
0: It may, that, it's, that's an incredible insight into it because I was going to mention the different sounds on the album and you know the timpani sound, as you say. And it's definitely not, you know, a garage band album. No. It's um, it's it, the sound is so so big. But now that you mentioned the Casio sound, I can almost, I'm I'm thinking of some of the songs, and I can see the influence there. That's a brilliant insight. And um, one of the things we do, and it, uh, this this is difficult for a lot of artists we have on the show, is we ask people to pick their three top songs off the album we're talking about now. I, I know on different days you might have different uh, answers, but today, what would be your treetop top songs?
1: My um, treetop top songs would be, if number one would be Washington Down, which was, uh, you know, which was recorded really, really, really fast. Like, I mean, it was done in three takes. I mean, uh, for which was for us, considering how long some of the other songs took, um, but that was, it was just a very simple acoustic song, but it, uh, it has sort of stood up well. And we did it in front of 10,000 people with 20,000 people over two nights at Fela Classical and Simple Stadium with an orchestra behind us. And the version on that record actually is phenomenal with the, with the string arrangement, the uh, the uh, Irish Chamber Orchestra backing us on that song. Um, but uh, that, that would be number one. Number two would be Mary because, I mean, hey, <laughs> You know, it's you know, and the thing about Mary, part there's a couple of reasons that it hasn't dated, uh, but the one reason is the story song. I mean, it actually has a story. Um, so and uh, it's just, uh, it's just, it's it's uh, it's, and the odd thing is, it's very hard to do this, which is basically it doesn't change chords. It's hard to write a song that the that the chords don't change, but the melody changes so completely that you're a hundred percent sure that it has it gone somewhere when it's gone nowhere. I mean, essentially the, I guess I said, I can play the guitar really. So I knew three chords, so I certainly couldn't move anywhere. So I I had to make a make it write a different melody line to signify the change from the chorus to the verse. And as far as, you know, we still find ourselves having to do that a lot of times and, um, for various reasons, but I've, it's I've never done it as successfully from a mel- from a mel- melody point of view as I did in that song in terms of like uh, the verse and the chorus. That'd be the reason for that. And then the third one is a song that I just think I think it's the best. I think it's a great song, but I'm not particularly uh, crazy about the version that ended up on the record. Um, we did it. We did a version for Dave Fanning, um, uh I think that was produced by. Pat- McCarthy, who went on to um, produce, um, he produced uh, Counting Crows, um, August, and everything after, and he produced uh, a few REM albums. An Irish guy, very talented uh, producer, as well as working with you 2 And um, that version of the song, I think, was 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 better. The song's called Lightning Paul. I love the story of the song. I love the lyric of the song, um, and I think I just think it's a, it's a really great song and. It had it been produced slightly differently, I think it would have been a single. Um, but it, it's just one of those songs that, um, you know, I'm not 100% sure it reached its full potential, uh, on the album. Um, some, some songs did and exceeded them, but not that one.
0: I'm struck by the image of you and um, playing at fairly Classical and having 20,000 people in front of you and having an orchestra behind you when you're about to walk on stage and, you know, you have this orchestra behind you and all these people in front of you, you know, how do you feel? Do you get, do you still get anxious or nervous?
1: Um, Yeah. I mean, yeah, particularly, particularly on, um, on, 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 on a song like Mary, uh, you know, uh, in fact, there's two. There's. Two, I, I can tell you two quick stories about what it's like to play Mary with an orchestra. And uh, um, the first one is um, a Phila Classical, which was um, we were rehearsing for that show. We only had we only had uh, two. We only had I think um, two hours, two or three hours to rehearse with the Irish Chamber Orchestra, you know. And then it was basically shoot. It was a show, show day. That's because they were. Uh, just the amount of money that it costs to get all those people in the room, and um, and they're all reading music. And I turned. I was talking to the the guy that was running the show. And when we arrived in, I think like Stunning walked out. We arrived in, and uh, the guy goes, "Okay, we're going to run through three songs there." And then they, we ran through Mary. And I've been doing Mary for thirty years, so I know how it works. And I, and at the, at the end of the first run through, I said, "We've got a big problem here." And they said, well, "What's the problem?" I said you've ended the song. The audience isn't going to let that happen. You realize that, don't you? I mean, you're going to end the song and they're going to keep singing. And, um, I said, is there any way? And I said, and I'm used to every, you know, we're used to, we're used to that happening. So is there any way that, um, you can just cycle the last four by so the chords don't change in the bloody song. So it's not like it's rocket science, you know, you just, uh, so they tried it and, um, he said, well, when do we stop? And I said, we'll stop when the audience looks like it's... I said, I'll signal something to you when I feel it, you know? But on the night, of course, I completely got carried away. <laughs> <laughs> um, I swear to God. With, uh, you know, we were... Because the whole thing was recorded for, for the live, for an album, the Feel a Classical album. So I let the audience sing it, and we sang along, and then the audience sang it, and whatever. And then about two months later, I got a phone call from the guys that were putting together the album. And they said, uh, "Okay, we've got some good news and some bad news. And what's the good news? The good news is um, the, the tracks that we've got for the for the album turned out fantastic. Obviously, we want to use uh, Mary, which, which sounds great." I said, "Oh, that's good." I said, I said "What's the bad news?" He said, "The bad news is that it lasts for, for nine and a half minutes, and uh, <laughs> we've we you know we've got to narrow it down to like three and a half minutes. So then we they had to do a sort of an editing job, but they did include a bit of the audience singing along. But then." We did another show, in, on where it was with this time was in the north with the Ulster Orchestra in the Waterfront um, Hall in Belfast for St Patrick's Day, and we were we were performing Mary, and in that situation we had rehearsals as well, and and basically I don't know if you know who Noel Eccles is, he's the, he's a, a really great great uh, drummer percussion player with he was moving hearts percussion uh, player. Does, does a lot of stuff and but he works at, he was working with the old star orchestra anyway and the um, the tried are rehearsals and we could, just couldn't get it they kept losing time with us because I should add that when we did the feel a classical one we had we had our drummer Peter McKinney and we had a bass player uh, John McCann our bass player but when we did um you know, the four of us at this point is really me and Declan, so when we did the, the one in Belfast in the waterfront, it was me and Declan in the orchestra, so we didn't have a drummer, so we found it really hard, and they couldn't keep in time with us and we, and, uh, we knew it was bad when the guy that was, it was all being televised for St Paddy's Day, we knew it was bad when the guy, Mac Edgar, who was the head of the whole thing, came over and he said you know, you don't have to do Mary but we knew that they had learnt the arrangement, so we thought it must sound God awful if he's saying that you don't have to do it. So so we, we had a bit of a power and what we figured out the problem was was that the guy that was playing the timpanies, who was Noel Eggles. The timpani is traditionally at the back of if you if, if you're watching orchestra, you see where the timpani is played, it's normally at the very back row. It's never at the front of the orchestra, which is might be fine for the orchestra, but isn't too good if you're trying to, to keep a rhythm. You know, and he was playing the 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 the, the, the Casio timpani sound on real <laughs> timpani. So we said, what if we moved Noel right up to the front, and we basically just all we hear is him. And you guys behind, no, I haven't said that. It's, well, you've got an orchestra behind you, seventy-five people. You, you're hearing more than him. But I said at least we could hear him. And um, if you if you check YouTube, um, the four of us. Uh, Mary um, at the Waterfront Hall. You can see um, us, and uh, as I said, Noel Eccles, a fantastic percussion player, basically joins the band. They moved him right beside us, and he basically did the, you know, the uh company uh, thing on, uh, you know, and uh, it, it it worked. But um, yeah, that song we 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 played it now a few times with the orchestra, and but it's a finale. Phenomenal- I mean, it's but the stakes are high. If you, if you mess it up, like in the one case, if we had a messed it up, we were messing it up in front of twenty thousand people in our football stadium,
0: yeah.
1: and and the other one, we were being, we were messing it up in front of like god knows how many millions watching, a, especially televised St Patrick's Day BBC program. Which was, <laughs> so it was even even the stakes were even higher, and it was live. So uh, it, it's a bit. Hard. I mean, you don't want to think about it too much, really. You know.
2: We've all been at that gig, Brendan, haven't we, where something just goes wrong and they say, can we start again? You know, <laughs> um, no. but, but some of the comments that came in when we were uh, saying that we were going to do this show with you about Songs for the Tempted and um, lots of people talking about these Thursday night Facebooks that went on during the lockdown and great positivity that was on show and connection with the audience and a bit of joy and a bit of positivity, all good. And red wine recommendations, which I, yeah. which I've told are very good. And um, yes, a, a lot of people as well saying really about your family and, um got, you know, a lovely message from John up in Uri, just about your dad, who was a great supporter of the band, uh, but sadly passed away last year. So your family, was very have been very supportive of your efforts down through the years, Brendan. I'm told.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, my dad. Um, I, I think, uh, you know, uh, dad and mom. Yeah, I th- really think that um, when I when I was, you know, I when I was I went to school with a lot of guys that um, I think, they just wanted to get out of um, they 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 wanted to get out of, uh, um, you know, a sort of a working class situation and they wanted a a nice, comfortable, secure life during, uh, you know, growing up in a period that was very volatile. um, And uh, I think there was a lot of people I grew up with that wanted security and wanted, you know, like a lot of my friends, they ended up in in uh, lawyers because they wanted some control. They wanted they wanted control back in a state that uh, they where they didn't feel a lot of control. And, and uh, uh, I think that that was you know. Whereas the gift that my mom and dad gave me, my dad and mom were, I you know found a way to, my dad was self-employed. So immediately, and he was a, what's called a bookie, a turf account, which is relatively risky, really. You know what I mean? Uh, It's basically, you know, he had a small office. He wasn't like Paddy Parr, you know, so he he had a small office, but you know, if you get a bad couple of months, you could technically be put out of business. If, uh, you know, and uh, I, I, I think that that gave me a, t- a taste of like, oh, well, that's, you need to be going for something where there's a big upside. I remember thinking that, you know, you need to be going for a big upside, you know, and uh, that, that sort of a gamble thing didn't really, and it was a gamble, um, really. And uh, I, I also think that I didn't have, uh, I, I sort of thought that he, 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 they both made us feel really secure that's all I can say. Really secure. Secure enough to think that maybe you could make a, a leap. and it, it, would have, it was a leap. A leap from to being, you know, uh, in, a, in a band. I haven't said that. I think that really he thought it was a hobby that we're going to grow out of when we started doing it, you know. But I remember when the contract came through from CBS Records, And he looked at it and his eyes watered up a bit in a sort of like a, you know, (laughs) not in an emotional way, more in like a, you know, I I actually think he thought that we'd managed to hoodwink a major corporation into, into you know, that was, that's really what he admired. He didn't really think we had the talent to justify the deal. What he thought was, they're going to be all right because they have managed to hoodwink a major corporation into the giving them a record deal when they haven't even done a gig like what sort of buck agents would do that you know what sort of major corporation would sign a band that they've never seen perform live and you know what in retrospect hit a good point
2: <laughs> Brendan it's been an absolute pleasure and a great joy to have you on the show um, we, we, we really really have enjoyed it haven't we Dan it's been, it's been just a pleasure to have you
0: yeah, really, really good. You know, I was uh, telling Brendan beforehand h- how much the band men- means to us. And I was telling them, I was telling you, Brendan, that, uh, you know, Mary was the first song I learned on guitar. And and, and I, I think that's a story. Uh, a lot of people have a very similar story. So um, you're, ju- you're just part of kind of popular culture on our island. And I just think it's fantastic to have you on the show. Thanks so much.
1: Well, thanks so much for inviting us, you know, and, you know, it's great that, uh, that uh, Songs of Tempted has been included on, on, uh, on a list uh, for the big album show, so uh, yeah. we're, we're
2: thrilled. Get that album on if you're, having, if you're not familiar with Songs of Tempted, get it on and get dancing, because it's a dancing kind of album. That's the feel of it. It's quite remarkable, and it'll bring you back to the period as well. Um, Songs of the Tempted, great album, great record. And Brendan, thanks very much for joining us on the big album show you're listening to the big album show with paul and dan please remember to subscribe hit like and remember to follow us on our social media platforms at the big album show